everybody, my name is Zach Redrup, you're listening to the It's Not A Face podcast, and on this episode I am joined by Mikey White, who's the frontman of the emerging hardcore punk band, Fangs Out. We discuss the beginnings of the band and how it all came together, what it was like being a band born during the lockdowns, working with former Cancer Bats guitarist Scott Middleton, progress on the upcoming third EP, and loads more. Now, if you enjoyed this or any other episode of the podcast and you want to show your support, there's a few ways that you can do that. Number one, leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to this. It takes just a few seconds and it really does help. Number two, share this on your social media, whether that be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Or number three, if you want to go the extra mile, you can pay a little bit each month to join the Patreon, and in return you'll get access to episodes early along with some of our perks. Or you can pick up some merch from the store. All the links to that and the podcast socials where you can follow us can be found at itsnotaphase.co.uk. That's itsnotaphase.co.uk. And now of all that out of the way, let's jump right into this week's episode of It's Not A Phase. What's up everybody? Thank you for joining me on this episode of It's Not A Phase, where I am joined by Mikey White, who is the vocalist of Fangs Out. How are you doing, man? Not too bad, bro. Yourself? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Uh, good. Weekend's finally here, so... Yeah, same, mate. Awesome. I can't wait for the... Yeah. Uh, like I was just saying to you, obviously, we were talking just before this started, by the way, everyone. We're going to be uh, behind the curtain here. Um, <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah but um, I was just saying to Zach that we're, we're back in the studio tomorrow morning, so I'm excited. Exciting times, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll dive into the, the new stuff that you're kind of cooking up at the moment uh, in a little bit. But, you know, you guys being such a new band, I kind of want to... You know, there'll be people listening who don't quite know who you guys are, what you sound like. You know, you, you know, you've got quite, you've got a couple of um, EPs out so far, but um, yeah. So, I mean, to start off with, how and when did Fangs Out become a band? When did that kind of all start? Well, it was, it was about the end of 2018, where a former band was sort of like coming to an end. I wasn't part of that band, but I had a mutual friend. Our old bassist, actually, Bo, was that, and Alex, our drummer, actually, was in, in that band, and um. I met Bo through another mutual friend and he just sort of said, oh, like we need a, a guitarist and a singer, basically. And I was like, oh, I can do both. But I was more interested in guitar, if I'm completely honest. Right. Anyway, long story short, joined that band. A couple of the members left and it was just sort of, it was me, Bo and Alex left. And that was like 2019-ish. And we thought, we're not going to do it. Fuck it. Let's go in and record the first the first EP, basically. And um we tracked, I did all the guitars because we didn't have a guitarist at that point. And then um, we tracked everything. And just towards the end of the recording, our producer, Owen was like, oh, no, this, this guy, um, he's looking for a band, Ben. And uh, do you want to meet with him? Yes, yeah, sweet. And then we got, literally got Ben in at the last day of recording. He did, right. ga- he's, he's actually on that EP, did gang vocals. Okay. And then um, that was it then. And it was, it was us and uh, us be- through lockdown. I, unfortunately, we released our first single right at the start of lockdown. So it was a bit like we were worst online. Timing. The worst it was, time. it was the worst yeah. timing. So we were like, oh, fuck, like we we're an online band to be completely honest for two, two years, really. Mm. Um, in that time, we did two, the two EP, released that one EP, uh, Curse Words. And then like stuff was still locked down, but kind of getting better halfway. You know, it was sort of just opening up in places and they didn't know what to do and stuff. And then um, we went in with our producer and did the second EP, but it was weird because we all couldn't be in the studio at the same time. And yeah, it was like one person at a time and all this. It was a weird, it was, it turned out, I love that EP, but it, it was a weird time. And then played our first show as Fangs Out the end of 2020. And then our bassist, Bo, 
uh, decided it wasn't he was there's too, too many commitments he had a he had a job that sort of took him away a lot so left us without a bassist and then um jay was in a, another band in birmingham and met him through friends and stuff and so said oh, i'll step in for a bit as a bass he was a guitarist actually he was like i'll step in and then yeah he just fell in love with us all and decided to stay so yeah so we've been this full lineup since like 20 sort of start of 21 and then yeah man that was that's fangs out bro in a nutshell really <clears throat> yeah that's the thing like you know people especially as they get older and stuff there's commitments outside of a band that kind of yeah. take precedent and that's absolutely fine you know a band band life isn't it for everyone you know touring in a van and yeah and i, I mean like I'm, I'm fucking peter pan so i'm gonna try and um as long as i can yeah. <laughs> you know uh, as long as the wife lets me but yeah it's true it's it, it isn't for everyone kind of thing and yeah we do you know as much as we our sort of motto in the band is is it's got to be fun and you know and we we We've all got real jobs, unfortunately, and, you know, other halves and houses and all that sort of, you know, real adult stuff. So, but we sort of say, oh, you know, the band is, it's, it's got to be fun and try not to get it too, uh, too serious. But yeah, it does, you know, it, unfortunately that is part of it. It's got to get serious at points when you're trying to, you know, actually be serious. So yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a conundrum, you know what I mean? But we're all right. We're, we're doing good so far. Everyone's yeah, because I think at bands, you know, at whatever level it is, unless, you know, you're just playing a couple of shows locally just for fun, to different extents, it is a business of sorts, isn't it? So Yeah, it does. It, yeah. yeah, it becomes that, especially at like our level. It's not, not the business side because there's no, we're not making any fucking money, but it's like just staying at the top of the pile. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and you've got to put and, and like to be completely honest that's that's jay our bassist that's his but he does all the social media like right. I, I can't stand social i've got i've got it you know facebook and stuff but i'm just no it's not for me yeah and like that you know like at cycle because like, we're all self-managed when we are we're not we're not signed and everything so jay and myself sort of manage the band and doing eps and like the last two singles we just released it's like right videos and then a campaign and all that sort of stuff so it is quite, you know, it's quite intense at points, but it's part of the comes part of the deal, I suppose, man. If you wanna, if you wanna do it, you've gotta, you gotta do these things, and we love it, so we will. <clears throat> yeah, definitely, man. So, where where did the the name Fangs Out come from? Did you have any other names that you were considering for the band, or was um, it landed on that? No, I think like I had that band name before I joined the band, like knocking around. It's actually a lyric from an Every Time I Die song. Oh, okay. He, uh, he sort of, yeah, I can't remember what the song is. I suck blood, maybe, I think. And um, it, he just sort of says, it's, it's, it really stuck out to me years ago. And then I was like, right, if I ever do like a heavier band, that's going to be the name. And I don't think there was much of a, a fight for it when I sort of joined. I was like, boy, it's fangs out. I'm like, yeah, that's sad, whatever. It's yeah. two, you know, two words, easy, easy to say, you know. Yeah. So um, that's it, really. It's nothing really exciting. It's just stolen. Yeah, I think of a name like fangs out as well because of, the word fangs obviously mm. but it's the logo like you actually got the teeth at the end yeah so yeah yeah works well as, as well for like, yeah it does um, yeah the guy that did that did a good job with that man yeah you mentioned being in other bands as well were you in many other bands before fangs out like were they kind of different kind of bands as well yeah like i was in bands in my younger years like sort of post hardcore like emo -y stuff and I was, I was like in an indie band and all that. All the other, all, all the lads have been in, we've all been in bands in previous lives. And uh, yeah, and like they weren't as heavy. My, my, well, for me anyway, my bands were never as heavy as this. Like I was sort of screaming was, I never, I never really used to do it. And like, 
I sort of started to do it, like I was, you know, because it's, you know, I had to sort of learn how to do it correctly without fucking blowing my voice. Do you know what I mean? And once I got it, I was like, right, I want to do a heavy band now. And um, but I had a bit of a break from music as well and stuff. Like I sort of, when my last band sort of ended, it was I was like, fuck music, man. Like it's just yeah. too like being in the band with other people and like it just got nasty, you know, like sort of crappy. And it was like, I can't be asked for this. So I had a bit of a hiatus and then got the passion back basically. And I was like, right, time to uh, time to start another band. And luckily it was this one because. I fucking love it and I love the boys. So. Yeah, well, musically, like, you, you know, you mentioned Every Time I Die earlier, but, you know, that so you, you guys kind of sound like them and, you know, Comeback Kid, Cancer Bats, mm. Gallows, Ghost of a Thousand, Grey Heaven, all, all that kind of stuff. You know, and you've got quite a good handful of songs together now. How does a Fangs Out song typically come together with you guys? It, it To completely honest, it's usually on a guitar, man. It's like, I was sort of, I was did an, uh, another interview the other day and I was sort of saying this and it's like, I think for me, it's like a, if you get a catchy riff. You start with a sick riff and then usually that riff will like build instrumentally a song around it. Like we'll, we'll bring it to the band or whatever and we'll mess around with it in the room. And then usually I will write in, like I'm always sort of writing lyrics in my phone. Just usually just random ramblings and stuff like stuff I hear people say, quotes and like, you know, uh, idioms and all that sort of stuff. I love it. I love it like we're playing with and I'll sort of play with them and stick it in my phone. And then usually it's like, right, there's an instrumental tune. And then the lyric, the um, I'll just sort of hum over it and sort of make noises. There's never really lyrics. Just sort of get the cadences. And then usually it's all right, I've got to jam lyrics into this shit now to make it work. And yeah. then it all sort of just flows from there. But yeah, usually a riff, usually for us, it's, I think most of the songs we've had at the moment are all on guitar. They've all started sort of, if I sort of think back, they've all sort of been a, a riff that's, that's been built upon and then yeah finishes it and makes a tune yeah you touched on like lyrically there like you say you know sayings and idioms and stuff like Mm. that are there any kind of is it like personal stuff that kind of influences you in terms of what the songs yeah for sure i think i think all the songs are about me or and or uh someone i know or whatever yeah i'd never tell them (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah usually i think recently as well i've been it's been quite um Per, like personal the last two the last two songs were sort of the get grim we released was sort of about some people i knew and uh their sort of opinions on things that was a bit shitty and um and then the second one is just about yeah i've got like a, i've got a family member who's not very well right and it's just about sort of not handling the situation well going towards all the worst things you can do for yourself kind of thing and but yeah, and like the sort of the newer, like I sort of touched at the beginning, the newer newer EP as well. I think a, a lot of that is, yeah, pretty personal, I think. Yeah. That's Do I'm you find that kind of cathartic and kind of oh, 100%. A, a sort of like therapy, I guess? Yeah. Like going back to the um, the second EP during, I don't want to say the word, like the, 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 the lockdowns and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I, I thought while I was writing those tunes that they were quite like upbeat. Mm. and sort of happen and like li- and then lyrically and stuff but when we got it all back i was like shit man no, that's it's it's really dark do you know what i mean like i didn't intend it to be yeah. and like i listened back to that now and it was like whoa that was a snapshot of a time and i think that's the first time i've really felt that with sort of our music it was it's weird like a little time capsule of that two years in, in f- it was only four songs you know what i mean like yeah yeah but yeah, it's def- definitely cathartic for me. Like I, I do feel like a sort of a lot off my shoulders and, you know, it's, it's all done in metaphors and stuff. I'll give anyone a medal if they can work out what the fuck I'm actually talking about. Like, but, um, but yeah, man, definitely it's, 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 it's a good, um, 
you can vent, you know, yeah, get stuff off your, your, your chest in that way. Yeah, I think it's good to kind of do it in a, a metaphorical kind of way because, I mean, doing lyrics that are quite direct is all, all good and, and all that because, you know, you're then portraying the message that you want. But I think mm. if you do it in a metaphorical way, fans can then listen to it and interpret it into ways that they hear it. And yeah. sometimes that can help them go through what they're going through in yeah. their lives, which might be completely different to what you wrote about. But for them, it's it's so yeah. relatable. Yeah, definitely. That definitely, you know, if someone can read our lyrics just written down without the music and get what they, like that's, that's amazing. That is, I'd like, you know, yeah. if anyone does, I'd love to hear if, what people, their interpretations are of sort of our songs, but there's nothing wrong with a bit of directness as well. Cause I do do that as well in places, but, um, but yeah, I do enjoy sort of writing a bit, like I say, a metaphorical way where people have to sort of work it out or take it on, you know, take it as they, they see kind of thing. So you mentioned before, you know, the, the band kind of started, well, at least kind of got to a point where you guys were kind of ready to play live. And then, yeah. you know, the lockdowns came, yeah. which I, I imagine was not only frustrating for the fact that you couldn't go and play live, but, mm. you know, the kind of music you guys play is very, you know, high energy, abrasive in your face. Yeah. So I, I just imagine that would have been so much more difficult that you had to kind of sit there and wait on this material that you've got ready. It's, it's out there for people to hear. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so weird. Like we sort of braced ourselves like, right, we're going to live, like minute we, we minute release the EP, get on shows and like, you know, and like, can, yeah, exactly. It was exactly that. It was quite deflating because, you know, it was so it was such an unusual time, wasn't it? We didn't know. And it was like day by, it was, we couldn't even go into practice, which was the main thing, you know, shows were one thing, but you couldn't even go in a room with your, your pals and jam the tunes you'd just made for like a year. It was like, it was a long time, wasn't it? So luckily when things sort of open, we could go in and at least the, the best thing about it was we, when things opened up, we had eight songs, we had EP, an EPs, two EPs worth of tunes to go and play live. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Sort of blessing in disguise in a way, I suppose. And we were sort of jammed them out as much as we can towards the end of the sort of the lockdowns and stuff. So when we did eventually play our first show, it was, we were sort of ready to go, man. And it was, it was a oh, some fucking great feeling. Like I, uh, I said it on stage, man, but like, I was waiting two years to say, I was like, what the fuck's up with Fangs out? Yeah. And I said, I've been waiting two years to say that. And then we sort of kicked into the first tune. It was like, I gave myself goosebumps, man. It was like, <laughs> proper nerdy. Um, but it was, it was sick, man. It was sick. And that was it. Then I was like, I love, I love playing live. Like it's the, I love, re- love writing tunes, recording. I love hate relationship with it. Cause you know, it's, it's, I think each, each member of my band will tell you the same thing as well. It's like, you're under a fucking microscope. Do you know what I mean? When you're in the yeah. studio especially like vocals as well. It's like, shit, like I got to, like the, I did, we, I did all the main bulk of my vocals for the new stuff we've got coming out like last Sunday. And it was like seven hours of like me screaming, like my head off kind of thing. So it's like, but yeah, like love, hate relationship recording, but live is, is, is what it's all about. Like for me personally, I'm sure the boys would say the same as well. Like we try to be a live band and I've said it before. Like if you ever come and uh, if you ever came to see us, you just see four dudes having the best fucking time on stage. We're just so happy to be there. And we just laugh at each other. Like we try and make each other laugh and like uh, the audience, like, you know, it's fucking, I love it, man. You cannot be, I'm so happy that it's all back and, you know, and touch one well, in touch. Well, it's just never going to, it's never going to go back to what it was. So, you know, we're all good now. So yeah. Yeah. You've gone through the hard part now. Yeah. That's never going to happen in your band's career ever again. So no, no, no yeah. one's. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be to be out there playing with my best friends. <clears throat> yeah, like you, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Like though, 
it was obviously difficult not to be able to play those songs live in a way as, as terrible as lockdown was for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. I guess you guys did kind of benefit because it gave you the time to kind of hunker down, write these songs, kind of yeah. refine your craft. Yeah, definitely. So that when you did go live, you know, you're going full steam ahead. Yeah, for sure. And I think just the direction of what the band, because when we started the first four tunes, it was like, right, punky, hardcore, all the sort of bands you sort of mentioned, like that era of sort of British music and, you know, we've eaten and the Bronx and all that thrown in as well. But the first four songs, you can hear, I've, I think I can hear it anyway, but the progression of the band, like the direction we're sort of going in now. And I think we've got, I think we've got a sound now. We know. And like those that that time we had, like from the first EP to the to the second EP, the pretty bleak EP. I think there's definitely a, a like I said, a change in sound. I think we were sort of honing it in, and and then the two last singles we just released, they were like a, for me personally, like a, a, a level up, man, in like our sort of abilities. And I think everyone's like getting more confident in their instruments and um what we can do, man. And yeah, I, yeah, I just can't wait to sort of people to hear what we've got sort of cooking up next because I'm so so proud of what we've just what we're still in the middle of doing but yeah it's going to be rad man do you think finally being able to play some of those songs live helped with that you know the level up that you're mentioning because i guess when you go out and play the songs live that you had beforehand you kind of see what works live what doesn't what the fans are reacting to what they're not reacting to so much yeah definitely yeah Yeah, you do you know you you I don't know who would say they wouldn't, but you do write for a live setting, you know, especially the music we do. We ain't some fucking prog metal sort of band with long seven minute songs. We're just, yeah. a, you know, two and a half minute, three minute, if you're lucky, party bangers. Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> like, you're right. And we were lucky with the first EP that they did sort of work live because we had, like you said, we had, all, all we'd done is put them in a rehearsal room with the four people that had written them and loved them, you know, there was yeah, no sort yeah. of feedback, you know. It's like an echo chamber, I suppose. And yeah, yeah, I think when we took the the eight songs out, they it's definitely influenced the newer stuff because we do think of because we've got so we've got shows under our belts now. It's like right, this bit here is gonna sound sick, this bit's a sing along, this bit, you know. So yeah, definitely, yeah. man, for sure. And you know, those two recent singles that you say, uh, get grim and, and doomed anyway. Yeah. Are they I think they're meant to be standalone singles, is that right? They're not gonna be part of the next. No. Yeah. So they were just like, cause, cause we did the two EPs and then we sort of just spent, like I say, I forget, forget my dates now, like 20 end of 21 and most of 22 just playing. And then we were like, shit, you know, we've been having fun going out and playing as many shows as we can, but unfortunately in the world today, you've got to keep putting material out, you know, yeah. um, because people will just forget about you like that, you know? And um, so it was like, right. It was a conscious, conscious decision. It was like, okay, Let's just two tune go in the studio of our producer Owen and and um, blast out two tunes, and it was the it's the lineup we are now as well with Jay as well. So it was like you know the fresh start basically. We sort of saw it as, right. and then we just yeah. So it was just like right get them, and we had to unfortunately they were finished. I think we finished those songs in like June July last year, and it was just sort of like the timing and everything. It was like oh you know like a like a sort of press campaign all that sort of stuff, and it was like right. And it got to winter and like the sort of music industry sort of shuts down in the winter, doesn't it really? Yeah, yeah. It's not really time for releases. So we're like, fuck it. We'll just sit up, sit on them, which was the hardest thing to do. And we had Scott from um, Scott Middleton as well, who ex-cancer bats to sort of mix and master them, well, max, master them, which was sick. So yeah, so we sort of sat on them and we just thought we'd just get them out. It's basically just a hello, we're back. And then we've, we're quickly following it up now with this new one I keep mentioning, which hopefully will be, the, we'll, we'll sort of have out in the summer just to keep keep the ball rolling man we want to keep the 
keep the train on the tracks because like I say, people can easily just go, oh, what's the next fucking thing? What do we like now? You know? So <laughs> yeah, but two standalone singles and then um, EP to follow, but they won't be on it, but right. they're out there. And you mentioned, you know, working with Scott Middleton who mixed and mastered those two, those two recent singles. Mm. I mean, it makes sense obviously, cause he was, he was in cancer bats and you yeah. guys kind of sound similar. What was it like kind of working with him and, you know, having his stamp on your songs? Oh, it's rad, man. That dude wrote How Destroyer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it was, uh, it, it's because Jay sort of uh, was sort of the communicating him first and and there was a mix that came back and I wanted to change something. He was like, oh, just talk to him. And I hadn't, you know, sort of like, oh. Um, <laughs> and then I sort of just chatting to him. And he, dude, he's a dude, man. Like, yeah. you know, and what that, that sort of, like how destroyed, like that album, man, like was another reason why I sort of got into that sort of music and shit. Like, so it was just, yeah, man, it's amazing to have his sort of stamp on it. And he, and he, and he was so like supportive as well. He released him. He was like tweeting him and whatever, Instagram and, you know, so yeah, man, rad, rad to yeah. have the, the main man sort of put his, put his stamp on him and, and be there uh, along for the, the journey like man. But it's yeah, sick, sick. Love that band. Shame he's not in him anymore, but yeah they're doing all right man i love the uh the new album six so yeah they're still going they're still going they're going strong yeah, so but the bassist does the um i can't think of his name he, he wrote the new stuff didn't he i think so yeah yeah mm-hmm. which is sick like do you know what i mean it's like yeah great band great band do those two singles kind of indicate where this next dp is going that you've you've started working on i think yeah i think there's touches of it i'm trying to think now the new songs yeah 100 percent. it's just building off like the 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 energy of those two songs and the sort of yeah the things we did in them it's all right how can we take that and do something new and but um yeah they've um they're they're a stepping stone to what to what we've got coming like it's all it's all high energy or hopefully sort of hooky and it's rad it's rad man i can't wait i'm so excited like 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 i said we're in the midst of it now so it's just it's all fresh and yeah. i'm buzzing i'm buzzing for it i just it's it's good summer's going to be too long man to get these get these tunes out man you see in the you're in the middle of it now like yeah. what stage are we at like i think i saw the, the is it the guitars and bass have been tracked or yeah so it was uh so we did last weekend which was guitars and bass and vocals and um like i said i was uh yeah Sunday was vocals and then we've literally got one day tomorrow which is uh, a few finishing touches on the vocals harmonies and gang vocals all that sort of stuff and then just some sort of fun things we're going to throw in it's just a bit of messing around time really which we've never because every time we record we always sort of have the same amount of time and it we've there's pressure there sometimes you know and it's like it's got to be done tomorrow's got to be vocals so this time we were like right let's get a couple of days in the studio just and it's and it's worked wonders to be honest i've never had a day where i can go back because i've had like we've had really rough mixes of the the stuff we did last week and i'm like okay there's a couple of bits where i could sort of do it better yeah you know so i've never had that luxury before which is awesome so hopefully it'll you know it'll make the songs better and and all the yeah the extra fun stuff tomorrow like we're going to do which will be will be sick we haven't actually all seen each other because we did all the guitars and, and stuff separately our drummer couldn't be there so tomorrow's like the, all the lads in right in okay. the studio so yeah so we're gonna finish that do our working day and then we're gonna go for a beer after and celebrate yeah so it's nearly wrapped up then basically yeah 100 yeah. yeah done and it'll be um yeah it's got to just be mixed mixed and mastered again and then artwork is in the pipeline all that sort of stuff all the fun stuff package it all up nicely and then like i say we're working on we're looking at sort of summer time for us the first single at least leading right. into the 
to the EP, but we've got to, that's all the boring stuff in it. We've got to work out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, excited. Cool, man. And uh, um, what else is, is planned for the rest of the year? You know, when you've got dropped this EP, um, I mean, have you got any like festivals, any tours kind of bubbling away in the background? No, currently not, but we're, we're playing, we've got a showing at KK Steel Mill in Wolverhampton on in April. Uh, sometime I should really know these dates, but I don't know. Um, end of April, I think, and it's sort of like primordial radio, sort of uh, their mayhem fest thing. But we're playing the sort of pre-show party, and then literally the re- this year we'll just be getting as many shows as we can because, like I say, we, we haven't got a booking agent or anything like that, so we're just sort of taking offers that we're sort of getting. We were sort of obviously while we've been writing and um, recording, we've sort of put shows just to the side for now, but yeah. Um, once this is all done, we're, we're back on it as many and as many as we can, man. As and who will have us? So I don't know who listens to this podcast, but uh, drop us a message if you book shows or and or know people that book shows because we would love to hear from you. Any shows anywhere? Any, any shows time. anywhere, man? Supporting people, yeah. Get us down there. We'll have a crack. Nice, man. Well, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. This all sounds really exciting. I'm really interested to see what this next EP is going to sound like for you and kind of what it brings to the table for fangs out um before i let you go and enjoy your evening and obviously with the the recording over the weekends you got any final words anything else you want to say plug the floor's yours uh no just thank you so much for having me mate i really appreciate it you know anyone that has has some time for uh, our little band man and uh, it's been great to chat to you and yeah if uh, obviously people if you are listening to you and you haven't heard us go and um go and have a listen man i think you'll like it and if you don't Message me. Tell me it's shit. <laughs> yeah. Love you. Love you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks again, Mikey. Sick, dude. Uh, Thank you so much again, man. Yeah, no worries. I'll let yeah. you go. Enjoy your weekend, mate. See you later. You too, mate. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you enjoyed this or any other episode of the podcast, then please leave a rating and review wherever you're listening to this. If you want to support the podcast further, you can go and give it a follow on social media, pick up something from the merch store, or subscribe to the Patreon to get early access to episodes. All the links can be found at itsnotaphase.co.uk. That's itsnotaphase.co.uk. Thanks again. Hopefully catch you on the next one. And remember, it's not a phase, it's a lifestyle. <laughs>